1: Joining me today is a friend, Carly Kershaw. We are going to be talking about love and relationships because she is a expert in this field. Especially right now with COVID going on, there is a lot of isolation happening. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what your business does for other individuals? I'm a
0: professional love and relationship coach. I say I'm an expert in heart fundamentals. It's really about love and life, but it it starts with the relationship you have with yourself because that is the most important relationship and that is reflected in all relationships that you have in your life. So I really help um, women and men break patterns that are leading them, unhealthy patterns that are leading them to the same undesired goals. Most of my clients come to me to find love. And yet we break through, like I said, a lot of their beliefs and their behaviors to help them understand how they are blocking themselves in love. I really want them to know who they are at their core. That's so important. Again, the relationship you have with yourself is mirrored in life and everything. So when they come to me to find love in a relationship, I say, okay, but let's, let's get to know you and who you are, and develop the relationship with yourself. And then from this place of their internal knowing of what they really want, then they can actually attract and draw in a partnership and relationship they desire.
1: If somebody was interested in your services, what are some of the initial steps that you would do for an individual?
0: We get very clear about what the individual wants. When I ask my clients... I always have a free consultation because it's really important to make sure that because this is a relationship of trust, my clients, and myself, because we go deep and we go into a lot of intimate things and I really want results for my clients. So I don't stay at the surface because that you'll end up at the same result if you stay at the surface. So we go deep and I help my clients get very clear about what they want in life regarding love and relationship. And I have found that many of them can articulate what they want because they don't feel that they're deserving of it. So I really help them get clear, like drop into your heart, your truest heart's desire. What do you want in your life? And then they can articulate it in this safe space because that's what I create for my clients. And once they get clear about them, I say, okay, let's get you there. It starts with where are you blocking yourself? What beliefs, this this idea of not being worthy of love and relationship, because self-worth is the overarching theme in everything in in relationships. If you don't feel you're worthy of a loving partner that's going to show up, you're going to continue to choose a partner that does not show up, that's not emotionally available. So it's really that's what I want them to do is tap into their inner knowing, their absolute self-worth, self-love. And then I give them a strategy. I give them script. I give them language. I teach them all of these things to go out there. But we build the confidence from within first because that is the most important.
1: Building off of that, in a society that is all about bigger, faster, stronger, how do individuals find that lifelong love when everything especially with social media being so relevant. There's always something better. There's always this, you can swipe right 50 times a day. You can go on a million different dates. There's really no moral compass anymore, if that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. Bigger, stronger, better, bigger mindset. I think that's a delusion. I think it's, um, many of us are confused and we attach to things to make us feel good. That's why my work is so important about getting to know self at a deeper core level and what truly is important. So I help my clients get very clear about their core values their core values. And that's what's so important to know within ourselves, but then that within partnership. And so if you are always looking outside of yourselves to to get that external validation through social media, like you're saying, or the bigger, better... Sort of thing, that means that you don't have a strong sense of self because you you need that external validation to fill you up. And that will never end, right? Because there'll always be some, yeah, there'll always be some external validation to fill you up. There'll always be someone that's prettier, that's thinner, that's richer, whatever, which is nonsense because that will, at the end of the day, that will not make you happy. So when you get to know yourself and you love yourself and you know your core values, you don't need that external validation
1: you don't. I think it's very hard for people to grasp that idea when we're constantly bombarded with it in social, with social media, as well as the news.
0: I, I agree. But again, if you're always looking to that illusion, that external force, then you, you will be in the cycle of never ending unhappiness. And that is, that is my work. And that's, that it, it is, you can say it is hard. And I agree that we are we can be so distracted by it all, but we can also be miserable and we can stay in our own cycle of suffering and the same behaviors, or we can say, you know what? This isn't working for me. How can I know myself at such a deep level where I'm going to draw in a partner and love and intimacy that I can never know if I stay in the cycle of just constant looking outside myself. So you'll never be happy if you continue on that path.
1: Definitely preaching to the choir over here. Being a single woman, that's exactly how I feel about a lot of relationships, uh, friendships, you know, it doesn't have to be just physical relationship. It could. Be, That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So building off of that, one of my biggest question marks has to do with when people ghost, you know, that term yeah. ghosting. And oh, yeah. from my understanding is, you know, you may be talking to somebody for a while, or maybe even you went on one date and then texting and all communication ends. I personally am not like that. I'm more... Not confrontational, but I like to communicate. Even if there's some sort of negative conflict, I would rather sit down, have a conversation, work it out, move forward. So many people are not like that. They take the mm-hmm. easy way out, they don't text you, you don't know what's going on. And to me, that doesn't make sense. Being somebody who is a professional in communication, what are your thoughts on that? You know, what would you tell somebody who, I mean, I just had this happen to me a week ago with somebody who I had been talking to for months. And there was a situation that occurred where they said they were coming to meet me. And all of a sudden they ended up going to another bar. And it was like, wow, you said two hours ago you're going to come meet me and you're texting me two hours later saying that you're somewhere else. And that mm-hmm. to me is one of the rudest things that you can do to somebody is waste well, their it time. Is. Waste their time. Just, that's it... my biggest, that's my biggest qualm with that.
0: Well, this is a loaded question and a loaded of course. answer, so i want to break <laughs> it down as, as clear as I can. The thing is, is it, let's just talk about your situation, that um, I'm sure it hurts, because when someone goes to you, especially when you've been in communication, you're having the vibe. It's a rejection. It, hurts. it feels like a rejection. Well, I know, but what I say is rejection is redirection, because that says a lot about him. It has nothing to do with you, even though we often internalize and make it about us but because we always. have deeper issues. <laughs> I know, but those are deeper issues yeah. and deeper wounds going on. Because if you were to really look at this, why would you want someone like that that can blow you off like that within two hours? Why would you want to spend your time with them? That's what the questions that we need to be asking ourselves. And see, we don't want to face our own BS because we we want that external validation. We're yeah. always constantly, if we're, if we're looking for it, so, if you're on that road of, of external validation and someone goes to you, it really hurts and it goes deep and then it goes into those deeper core wounds. But if you know yourself and you are more healed and you understand that your self worth, when someone like that goes to you, I'd be like, <laughs>
1: Middle finger, you know? baby. Yeah, yeah. That's right.
0: That's what I, I mean. Would, I wouldn't even waste another breath. <laughs> that's what I did. I deleted it. them
1: from Instagram and I was like,
0: Bah. <laughs> that's right. And that's the thing, that we have to be in a space within ourselves, that it, it has nothing to do with us. Because I'm going to say it again, imagine him in relationship. Could you imagine him in a relationship? He couldn't even meet you emotionally. Yeah, yeah. You and, can't and, communicate and I always that. say That's right. And ghosting is a cowardly way of just walking away. And unfortunately, because it's so easy with our, you know, texting and such and the way we do things now. And yet I, I teach my clients like to like you said, to say, you know what, Jim, I think you're a great guy, but I just don't feel a connection. I wish you the best. Right. Just a nice little just tie something. It up and yeah, move on. something
1: rather. See, to me, I talk about this with my girl, my single girlfriends all the time. I would rather have someone say that to me than not say a word, because then what you're doing is that other individual. And I feel even if you are a mentally strong or emotionally strong person, that it's hard to take on a neglect like that. If, if that makes it sense,
0: it is Danielle. And yet, I will say to you, and I, it it hurts, but that when, like I said, you keep coming back to the truth, not the, this illusion of what this person could have been or should have been and wanted to be, and you put all your hopes on him. You saw his truth. You saw his truth, and he gave it to you clearly. And so, yes, in our logical brain, it's like, well, he should say, Danielle, I sure. really like you, but we're not, we're not a fit. That's your logical brain. So we can't project our logical brain onto someone, and and that. And secondly, the most important piece is not to make it about you because you wouldn't want to be with someone that would be such a coward and do something like that. So that is that's how we have to work through that process. And I know I'm making it sound easy one, two, three, but you get better at it, and it, you get more empowered in your own self because you're not giving your power away to this person that 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 you know goes to pa- yeah. It
1: doesn't can't take you know. 30 seconds to send a text message. I just think it's exactly. so, so rude, whether it's a coworker, one of your family members or someone who you're dating or have been dating. it, it, it Again, it goes back to the respect of an individual's time. And right. there's so many people, people so often right now who just don't respect other people's other people or their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Again, I, you're thinking from your logical brain. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know everybody doesn't think like me. I'm over analytical, if if you will. But another question that popped up in my mind that I discussed several times with girlfriends is when when it, when is it appropriate to go to the next level with someone who you've been dating. Like when is it appropriate to have sex? So often we hear of individuals who have sex on the first night and end up married or some people wait until three months. I feel you never really know when a good time is because sometimes if you do it too soon as a woman, you're viewed a certain way as a man, it doesn't, it, from my understanding, it doesn't really matter to men whether it's three months or three days and that my logical part of my mind doesn't comprehend that.
0: Well, I, have worked with many men and women and I've done a lot of, of just questionnaires to understand a man's mind um, and and, (laughs) a woman's mind. And so, and so I do know that, and I've spoken to many women, women that have had sex early on and then they end up thinking he's going to call and it just tears him up inside because he doesn't. And they say they just want to get a little something, something, but that's not true. So I think we can BS ourselves all day long. I think if you really want a relationship, then you should hold off. I think you should see again that my thing is you have to make sure that you are both wanting a relationship that you are fundamentally aligned in your core values and that you have a vision for a future that is similar. You talk about these things early on. Yes. You have to have chemistry. Yes. You have to have passion. You have to all have all those things. But as you know, that we say love is blind, but really it's, it's just, it's the, the rush of the hormones yeah, and the excitement, yeah. the adrenaline. Yeah. The adrenaline. I mean, and, and yet women wake up hoping something and a, and a man, if he really wants you to be in his life as a partner, I don't think he's going to move into that space right away. I think that's a telltale sign. And, and yet it, it, it's not a hundred percent, nothing is. And so there will be those guys that will, that, the thing is, is that I think getting to know each other better, it's going to be much Better sex, let's be honest, because you sure. develop some more intimacy, you develop yeah. some trust, you develop, you know, each other and I, it will definitely give the relationship more potential. So I do not think that you should sleep with uh, someone early on. I don't.
1: It's a very hard thing to do, <laughs> Well, especially I, I if they come as physical, you know, physical yeah, attraction, but I'm learning yeah. that the older I'm getting that it, it seems, especially going back to society and the better quicker faster stronger mentality of individuals so many people nowadays because i am in the dating game you know are not they're very surface level that i'm finding and so i'm finding as i am aging and maturing that maybe the best thing to do to find a better a stronger longer lasting relationship really with anybody is just taking a step back and waiting being patient Listening and communicating.
0: Well, I would be more clear. I see, and I don't I don't believe in the waiting because a lot of women wait to be chosen, wait to be. But so I, I understand that being patient around the sex thing, but being very clear, being vocal in what you want, not in that like this, but it's it's being first of all you have to know yourself, as I said, and then and then communicate what you want. But let me ask you, it's so interesting because you say surface, and yet sex has become so surface. And yeah, yeah sex is sex is I an agree. intimate act. And so it's not, and we can pretend and, you know, be in the delusional mind of that. It's just surface, but it's not, and it affects women in different ways. And believe me, it does because women, they can again, BS themselves that, Oh, I just, I want to feel good or whatever, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel good when you've had sex and then you don't get the phone call. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, so take some more time getting to know this person see what he's about, see if you're on the same, you know, vision of what you want and then go to that space. Sex is intimacy and we miss that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a, a lost, how do you say? It's a lost art. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, And yet many
0: people don't understand how amazing it can be when you are really, when you develop an intimacy with a partner and then you have sex and make love to them. It's different. So yes, it is lost, but it is the way that we're operating at the surface level. And, you know, I think it's not expectations, it's more honesty, it's more truth, it's more, uh, and I, that's what I teach, is speak your truth of what you want, mm-hmm. don't dance around it, but it, it comes back to, and I'm going to come full circle, is to your self-worth, you have to value who you are, you have to know what you bring to the table, otherwise you're going to continue to give yourself away, and you're going to continue to project all these hopeful ideas onto someone that's not even worthy of your time, so it's self-worth, is the first thing that needs to be worked on.
1: That's a hard thing to grasp, I feel, sometimes because because of how people have evolved and how people are treating each other currently. Male male to male, male to female, female to female. Self-worth in 2020, especially with COVID happening, we are isolated and individuals are going through, I think, a difficult time. time in their minds, like the mindset is difficult for people. And I think right now is a very good tell telltale sign of that with all of the mental health and issues that are have been surfacing over the past few months. Mm-hmm.
0: Well that is true. And with the mental health issues, that's a whole other topic. Um and, and yet this time is also allowing us to spend time with ourselves to be more introspective. Exactly. And it, it is stripping away all the external nonsense that we we just absolutely avoid our own self with that's that's why the anxiety is heightened because of all the external the dating the, the whatever um you know social media all the stuff that we do to feel to not deal with ourselves. and so i understand it's creating more anxiety depression loneliness yeah, The the bigger the bigger thing is how why don't i work on being with myself and really understand that this external stuff is not what I need. I like that. Because that, that's, that's the thing. And that's what this time is allowing us. Some of us are still resisting it because it's unfamiliar and it's uncomfortable because yeah. we would rather would distract ourselves with social media or sex or dating. But that's not, it, it'll lead us to the same results. It'll lead us to the same result yeah. if we don't spend the time with ourselves and understand who we are.
1: Yeah. I'm a busy bee. And since all of this has <laughs> happened, I've, it definitely has affected me for the positive. What is one positive thing that you can leave us with today that will resonate with our listeners?
0: Reiterating that it's the relationship that you have with yourself is to spend more time with that. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't date because I my work is doing the inner work and the outer work. It's this dance because this is how you life is a mirror for you. So if you're continuing to find the same partner same and ending up in the same result, those are your patterns. Those are your unhealthy patterns understanding the belief what's what's leading you to these to the same pattern so that's the time and again this is a loaded question that that's the thing that i would love you to explore and and the work is to be curious not from a place of judgment be so curious like what are my patterns what is the guy the girl that i keep attracting why do I continue to do this? What am I afraid of? How can I peel back the layers and understand myself better? So I always say to really inviting curiosity, not mm-hmm. judgment, curiosity, and then compassion to yourself thinking, okay, I'm doing these things that I know cognitively, I know aren't right, but there's all this unconscious stuff playing out. So how can I get to know myself better? How can I change my behavior? how can i know that i'm so worthy of someone that will treat me in this way so it's it is that dance and so it's it, again it's a loaded question but i would encourage you to work on the relationship with you that you have with yourself and understand what you really want and how worthy of you are of having it understanding your core values which is so important that will be your navigational tools to help you find a partner and even with friends and career Right. But also, what is your vision? Get very clear about that and then speak to that early on in relationships. It's not needy. I call it emotional intelligence. And you sound like a person that really knows what you want. And any good person is going to say, wow, I'm impressed. This this woman, this man knows what they want. And I find that sexy and attractive. Right. Yeah. So that's what I know. That was a big answer. And there's a lot. It's a to big it. question.
1: I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: it's true though. That that's the thing is don't keep repeating the same patterns and expect a different result. You know, that's the definition of sanity. Sure. And so start with looking at yourself with love, compassion, curiosity, and understand that get to know yourself and then your dating will be much, <laughs> hopefully Mothers. you'll find some <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, I, you know, people say it's so awful and I don't, I, I, it is, doesn't have to be awful. But uh, you have to know yourself first and you have to be clear about what you want.
1: Well, that's probably, yeah, that, you know, that's probably why is because so many people aren't stable in their own minds. So mm-hmm. I could understand how that could be awful because I've definitely been there. But I also agree with you that self-growth growth and self, self-love and understanding and being curious about your you as an individual plays a large part in that. So it's it's a huge part. Huge. I can't emphasize <laughs> that enough. I thank you so much for spending your Tuesday evening with us. Until next time, Austin, be well.